Alright bro, we suited up. Yep. What do we got? What do we got going on here? Not a whole lot. We got a new setup. Yeah, we do. We got um y'all can't see who are listening, but we got cameras. cameras we yeah. got cameras everywhere. And those for you who are watching, you will see those cameras. <laughs> Hopefully you're watching. Hopefully. I don't know. We might do this YouTube thing or not. Maybe. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, but anyway, um let's start this off. Alright. Whoa daddy. Clip my toenails and call me Frank. Uh, this is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? Not too much, Eric. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing real good. Um, I've been stoked lately. Good. Have been uh, weather's been getting warmer. It has you know, been. and I've been riding. You know, the dude board. Um, for those of you uh, kooks out there, the dude board is the skateboard. Um, yeah. And been stoked on that. Um, also, there's really not much from that. Just I mean, kind of been chilling. What about you, man? What's going on? Not a whole lot. I mean, just been chilling, doing school, all that. Is this picking up my? Oh shit, it is. Okay, so I've been good. I've been um, I've been good. Just chilling, doing work, making that money. Um, not on, dude. I actually had a mulch job last weekend. Oh really? How'd that I got, go? Um, it went really well. Just mulched the. Uh, it was the same property I did a couple weeks ago, but oh. I, I had to remulch that one side of this house. It doubled the the amount that I did, but yeah. even still, it was worth it. Second job of the season, feeling stoked on that. It'll take care of my tax money from last podcast. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Yeah, the IRS hasn't gotten them yet, so uh, yeah, we're well, good on that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, dude, like... um. Anything been new in your life? Or? Not really. I mean, just been kind of doing whatever. Been nice, dude. Nice. Yeah, I've just been chilling. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing's nothing's really new. Nothing happens. Nothing here. happens around here. Oh, yeah. kind of. Yeah. So what? Um, what are we doing today, Andy? Uh, we're talking about stereotypes, specifically American stereotypes. Are they true? Are they false, dude? Like, I mean, obviously, some stereotypes have a factual basis. Factual them, basis, you yeah. know, and others are just made up. But we're, we're going to be covering some of the kind of the general ones that are about America yeah. and how, because you know, y'all might not know this, but we have people who listen to us in Australia yeah. and in New Zealand. And they, they don't they don't know anything they about They don't know America. anything about Americans. And we're gonna Only hopefully the news. hopefully we're gonna, you know, teach them up right. Hopefully. But uh yeah, let's um let's 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 dive into this conversation real quick. Alright. So we're gonna stop with some positive ones because I feel like it's important to have the positive and the negative, you know. Um but some positive ones. Uh the first one is generosity. So actually, according to uh, William Bennett, who himself is an American, obviously, yeah. um, this is a, it's a positive stereotype of Americans um, is that they're very generous. The U.S. sends aid and supplies to many countries, um, and Americans uh, may be seen as people who are charitable, volunteer. In fact, Tennessee, dude, the volunteer state, 
really, really lame really. motto. You know, if that's all you got to show, then, I mean, people are trying to leave Tennessee, I guess. But. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Working you, for no money, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't blame them. What do but, you think of that one? Dude? So, I think... Internationally, yeah, I can see how that's seen. Like, we are, with our government, very, very well-regarded for aid and supply and all that. Like, our foreign policy, um, you know, not in the recent four years, but foreign, pos- foreign policy has generally been good. Historically, yeah. Historically, yeah. Um, now, I think in-state, I think that can vary depending on where you are. That's true. Um, I mean, like, if you live in, like, a not-developed part of this country, like... Uh, then, yeah, then no one... Everyone's out for themselves. They don't really care. Exactly. They... It's kind of the mentality of the people who live out there, though. You know, like, yeah, I mean, it's you everyone go, from, every man for himself. Like, you go to, like, West Virginia, dude. I mean, it's Hicksville, those people, USA. Yeah. all for themselves. They don't, you know, they don't need nothing, dude. Yeah. Not there. They're yeah. all for themselves, you know. They help each other out, of course, but well, yeah, they help each other up and not outsiders. Really, and, and even their own yeah. people, like they just don't really care. No, they're just kind of doing yeah. their own thing. Yeah, yeah. Semi isolationist. Yeah, a little bit. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I think it's uh, for the most part true. I think with generosity. Yeah. Yeah. You. We got two more positive ones and then a slew of, of negative. negative ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, Take those how you will. Absolutely. Um, just a disclaimer. We're not trying to offend anyone, so don't cancel us. Exactly. Don't put we're a just, brick through it. Don't shoot up my house. Yeah, we're just shoot up uh, house. Giving our opinions. <laughs> we're just, hey, we're just Executing. two guys. We're just two average guys having an average, average conversation. Um, and that's how it is, but we're, we're yeah. stoked, you know, we want to spread the message of, you know, love and peace and what some, people, what some people would say, call real hippie shit. Yeah. But something like that. Something like that. But know. it's our window on the it's world. It's our, yeah, it's our own little, it's our, it's our window on the world. Yeah. But we is. don't, we don't mean to like put anybody down. Yeah. It's just, this is has factual basis in the fact that this is how people see this is how exactly people yeah. see the rest of the world or this is how people see americans yeah that's what he said now to move on the second one is um optimism i would say this is very true because this is a correlation with like the american dream, dream. you know yeah. i mean people here, here's the great thing about this country all right this is why i love this country so much because you can start with nothing and build your way up to the top Nowhere else on earth can that be done in a way it can be done here in America. And let me give you an example. Refugee, Algeria, you ain't got nothing. You know, horrible, horrible situation, you know, and unthinkable for a lot of us. But their, like, dream is to get to America. Everyone, for centuries now, dream has been to get to America, you know. And once they're in America, why do they want to come here? Land of opportunity. People, land of opportunity. You can start out with nothing, no money in your paycheck, no, you know, you ain't got no assets, nothing. You can work your, your, your way up from a janitor to the owner. Okay, there are plenty of stories of people who do that. Yep. You can start your own business, you know, and you can be successful at it because of the hard work that you put in it, okay? That's what's great about this country. The optimism of people, the hope, the feeling of hope of... 
I can do this. I can overcome. I can, you know, I can, I can build myself up. I can build a life for myself. You can, that's yeah. what it's all about. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's, that has a lot to do with optimism. You know, it takes a lot of optimism, a lot of positivity to see yourself through the hard times. You know, I mean, this is general in life as well. Yeah. You got to see yourself through the hard times to get to the good times, you know. And you can't take the good times for granted because you know what the hard times are like. And well, teach you, well, hard times teach you a thing or two about life, and exactly. You know, don't take things for granted anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, Lord knows, you know, just gives you perspective on the world yeah, and it does sees how. And that's people. what America's all about. It's about hope. It's about opportunity. You know. That deep on that one. That that it can be. Yeah, and kind of going along with that, the third and final. One I have on this list, at least, is hard work in nature. There are some hard-working folks in this country. So what I will say about that is that is a very... That kind of correlates into the American dream. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, because this country was built on immigrants. Uh, it was built by immigrants. And that correlates more to that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. I do think the American, like an American citizen, just an average American is hardworking. But I do think not yeah. to get, this isn't everything, any political basis, nothing. It's definitely, you know, we owe the hardworking nature, the hardworking reputation is the people that have the good fortune to come to this country and mm -hmm. really work at it and they oh, obviously yeah. get what they I mean, you gotta uh, grind no you do yeah but if you want to be successful in anything yeah and sometimes you you some people aren't successful no matter how much they put in but you know that's a risk you have to take that's a gamble mm -hmm. with the american dream game. and yeah and some people aren't willing to take that gamble mm -hmm. but if you're not willing to take the risks to that lead to then, the then you'll never then you have no chance then you can't say that you tried yeah you can't try if nope. you don't put in the effort to, to try. To try. Yeah. At least you can do to try. Yeah. You know, it might be a big risk, but it can pay off. You know, and if you work hard enough, anything is possible. Anything is. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, you work hard for toward a goal, you know, whatever it might be. Yep. You can get to that goal. Oh, you yeah. can. In this country, you know, you can work, you know, you can work your ass off and get anything you need anything you want be smart about things and how you spend your money how you spend your money and how you how you go about things and you will be successful oh, yeah. there's no doubt about that if you put in the hard work you will be successful <laughs> that is how it is i can tell you from experience many times yep. that that is the case it takes guts yeah but once you do it you've got it you all out there have what it takes you know, you just have to be willing to put in the work. You can do it. So, there's your little motivation. People have told me I should be like a motivational speaker. I don't know, but like seriously, I mean, y'all can do whatever you want. Matt Foley run for his money, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's up to you. What you, it's really up to you. Yeah. How you want to live and how you want to perceive the world. How you want to freaking just do it. How you want to be? I just want to be. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? You know, you can be anyone you want in this country. Absolutely, that's a great thing about it. Yeah. 
Alright, on to the negatives. And this oh, should be fun. This is gonna be hilarious. Uh, some of it is kind of, some of it is true. We and, admit to oh, it. Oh yeah, for some sure. Some of it is true. And this one ain't gonna come as a surprise to no one out there, but obsessions with guns. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean that's that's hundred percent so, true. Eric can speak to this, but we go to school with people. Oh, Again, yeah. not calling anybody out. You have your own beliefs, whatever. Hey, we have the right to own guns. Yeah. We have the right to bear, bear arms. arms. Going back to the two, two pairs, two pairs of uh, two bear arms on either side of the fireplace. Exactly. That's what they meant by that. Yeah. The bear arms, or bear. to go sleeveless. Bear arms. Dude. Bear arms. The right to bear arms. Because <laughs> beforehand, the English didn't deal with that shit. It's like you going you to wear rest- sleeves. Yeah. It's like you going to a restaurant, and the waiter's like, "You can't come in here. You you're not dressed appropriately." And you're like, "I'm an American citizen." <laughs> And you pull out your constitution. You, you yeah. pull out your constitution. You're like, see that right there? Second Amendment says I have the right to bear arms. And for, get- and for our listeners <laughs> in Australia, yeah, we all carry our constitution in our back pocket. We all have pocket constitutions. Yeah, that's 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 what we do here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, some of us forget. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't know half of them. I just know the right to bear arms. As you know, some some Karen out there. She's gonna get upset with you, and you're gonna be like, "I'm all right, dude." Yeah. No, no, you gotta be not. So I, I feel like with Karens, actually, this is a good. This I've been thinking about this. What? I think the Karen, in some cases, is like the conservative liberal. Oh, think about dude, that. Yeah. Think about that. Oh no, for sure. Again, I'm not. Uh, this is. I'm just trying to poke a little fun. Whatever you're pulling, I need to really stop explaining myself. But, um, but it's like the liberal care. It's the conservative Karen, if you think about it. It really is. It's like because they call you out for pretty bullshit reasons. We yeah. can admit. Yeah. They get in your business mm-hmm. and they put themselves in situations that they don't need to be involved with. Very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> See, there are people all over this country. Who are crazy like that and who do those kind of things. And we just, we like to poke fun. Yeah, we, like to, we do like to poke fun. But again, we're not putting you down for your political beliefs. No, not at all. Political and it sucks that we have to like preface that because yeah. we are joking. Like, this oh, is absolutely. A... So, but what kind of name do you think you could associate like a liberal Karen? Like what would be like the name for the liberal Karen? Oh gosh, anyone named whatever I'm going to say is going to hate me. Oh yeah. But um... Nobody we know. I'm, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of people, but I don't know. Um, All right, after careful consideration, we have come to the conclusion that we can't come up with a name that won't piss somebody off, so we're just going to leave it. Yeah, we're just going to leave it. We're just going to leave it because yeah. we, yeah, we value this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we do. And we, we don't want to be canceled. We don't want to be canceled, and we don't want to get like crucified. Because... <laughs> You know, Fair enough, brother. I'll tell you what. But, yeah, as far as obsession with guns goes... That's pretty true. But, I mean, there are a lot of people who don't like but, guns. But that's the thing, so... It's a mix. It's a Well, it's a mixture in this country. Yeah. But then everywhere else in the world is perceived as we're a bunch of gun-toting nuts. So maybe we just kind of are, and the rest of the world is sane and we're not. Or maybe we're sane and they're not. Who knows? I don't know. I You're mean, confusing me. But I'm saying, dude, like... There are some people who have legit who have weapons for legitimate uses, Marie, yeah. like hunting and, and self defense. Self defense. I mean, those. And so, so yeah. I can speak. I can speak to this, and this is something I'm actually 
I'm not much into politics, but this is something I am passionate about. Right. Is there's a difference between, and I'm, I know I'm going to make someone mad with this, but whatever. There's a difference between home defense and then going completely crazy. Because you don't need. You don't need AR 15. No, you don't need an AR 15. You don't need a decommissioned Vietnam era AK 47 or an M16. It's cool, though. I mean, it is cool. It is cool. It is cool. But people who say that as home defense is... It's not home... No. That, that doesn't classify that, as home defense. That classifies as cool and collectible. Cool, I cool and collectible. I mean, which is totally cool. If you if you like to collect weapons, I mean, then, that's yeah. really dang. Should, that's actually really cool. You should cool. have the right you know, to you do should that. Because, right, I mean, like, I know plenty of guys have, like, swords, you know. They like to collect swords. They're beautiful. Swords yeah, they are, are beautiful. They're pieces of art. But... Exactly. And pieces, people think that, you know, some people might think guns are beautiful. Totally cool. Yeah, like, it's, I don't it's... mind, you know. Yeah, you're able yeah, to do what you want. Absolutely. It's just I feel like there should be a distinction between home defense and kind of like a hobby. pumping, you know, yeah. pumping something full load. Yeah, I feel like if you're going hunt, hunting deer with a machine gun, your well, priorities are a little ru- bit ruins the meat. Just, you're just out there to yeah. take revenge on Bambi. <laughs> I hate nature. <laughs> Goddamn hippies. Um, <laughs> I love nature, y'all. Yeah. Um, all right. That. Yeah, I mean, that's that pretty that's, much that's, gets it. Gets it all down yeah. there. But so I'd say for the most part, true. I yeah, know. it's true to yeah. a degree. To a degree. Yeah. Depends on who you ask. Oh boy, this is a good one. Materialism and overconsumption and extreme capitalism. Yep. I have that to tell true. you, I'm a fan of capitalism because that allows you, as the individual, to really do what you want. Economically. Economically, yeah. So freedom, yeah, freedom. freedom. So, I also support capitalism on a small scale. I'm a big supporter of the idea of local business. Oh yeah, definitely providing for yourself. And I'm not trying to sound like every you know angry college student's wet dream of a <laughs> talk show, but I'm not a big fan of like the big corporations. I I know that sounds like really really pansy, but I'm not like on board with the idea that these people can control the stock market. I don't think that's why they can control things. Well, okay, so take a look at like what Elon's doing. Okay, Elon Musk is a self-made man. Self-made man, but he owns a large corporation. And the fact that he's able to sway... Now, what exactly do you not like about large corporations? The fact that they can control people's lives, if you really think about it. Because you can get someone stuck in a rut... You can bring that person down, make them think they can't do anything, make them think they're going to have to rely on you. But do you individually do that? Does, does he, is Elon Musk sitting there on his computer no. doing that? Who's doing that? Executives. It's I not... Think, I don't okay. think that's the over... I, I don't think... I definitely think there's people that don't intentionally do it. Right. I think it's more of a... How do I put this? I think it's more of like a byproduct. I get that. It's yeah. more of a byproduct. No, it's like it's like an, in, an unintended consequence. It is. Sort of, of what... Uh, you know, I agree to that to a degree, for sure. The um, fact that they have the ability yeah. to control your wages. Right. How you live, because you live through your wage. Car amount. Yeah. H25. Exactly. Not cutting it. Exactly. I know, I, I, you know, I think, but, but that's a local business. But they still... I mean, but any, any business owner is going to be able to control the wage of their employees. Yes, but mass so, corporations so you, so you, you employ could, a ton of people. You could argue that mass corporations are just doing the same thing. 
They're just setting wages, bro. Albeit, they should be livable wages. That's what I'm they saying. They should be livable wages. I yeah. agree with that. But we have to understand that everyone's all in the same boat. All the business owners are just trying to make a living, trying to be successful. Everyone yeah. who's under there is trying to do the same thing. We're all trying to rise together. Yeah, you but know? that's not really the case. If you, that's what We're I'm all saying. trying to rise together. Yeah. But and some of us make it. Some people make it, but why can't everybody make it? Because some people work harder than others. Some people have work harder to get promotions to lead them on to becoming higher and higher and higher. It's all about what you do, okay? It's all about yeah. what you do in a business, in a corporation. If it's a dead-end job, then you ain't got nowhere to go. You're stuck there. But if it's a job where you can climb your way up the ladder, yeah, that's... You see, if you work to that goal, if you want to be on the top, you can work to be on the top. There's no yeah. question about that. But if you're at a dead-end job, like fast food, well, fuck, yeah. you're staying at 725. That's it. That's all you get. No raise, nothing. You're not going to go anywhere. It's up to you to choose the job that'll bring you up. It's up to you to get the education to get that job to bring you up. That's what it's all about. And some people make the argument, though, that you don't need an education to be successful. You don't. I you agree. Don't. You don't need an education. Look at people who do things. All right, I'm some, people, gonna... some people see college as a scam. Some people do. Now, let me tell you what. There are some people who are really, really successful who never went to college. I'm, I'm not out here trying to promote a college education. All I'm saying is that there is so much you can do without one as well. People can, you can start a business. Now, granted, if you're gonna do this, it's a huge gamble. Yeah. Because you're not gonna have all of the knowledge and the tools that a lot of other educated people are. But here's the thing. You have the ability, if you have a serious passion, a serious dream, and you are, and it, it actually works, you can be a millionaire without yeah, getting you, a college degree. I completely agree with you, man. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's just, I think... It's two different ways of yeah, going. Exactly, but you know, I'm... Starting your own gig, at least. Sorry, yeah. But you can't, but if you, don't, if you don't do a startup and you don't have a college degree, you're going nowhere. Well, yeah, you are. But I'm a big believer in everybody rising together who deserves it. You gotta earn it. You gotta earn and the it. The way to earn it is to work hard. To That's what I mean by deserving, is, yes. you know, if you don't want to work, if you don't want to work at it, then get out of here. And that's why socialism will fail. And I know all of you college liberals are going to hate me for that. But now socialism never works. Because there's always going to be monkeys. On a large no, on a large on a scale. scale. On a, that's true. Small scale. Small scale can be successful, I yeah. will say. But if you're going on a large scale, you have to remember the banana monkey theorem. No, remember yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. Andy, do you, care, do you remember how that goes? I remember, like, vague. No, I don't really. Okay, so I, I, know, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it's basically, um, for those of y'all who don't understand, basically, monkey has banana, right? Other monkey wants banana, but the other monkey doesn't want to work to get the banana. Yeah. Now, big government monkey, he hands out bananas to everyone. Yeah. But the monkey who worked for that banana is looking at the monkey who didn't work for that banana and saying, dude... Y'all just cheated me out of this banana. You're saying I couldn't have worked, you know? And all of a sudden, nobody's working. That's true. Nothing gets done, yeah. and then nobody gets paid because nobody's working. Yeah. You can't have an honest society like that. No, you can't. You well, can't. I mean, that's just how it is. It's always going to fail on a lot of scale. And I'll say this. Um, it's got more communism, but... Yeah. Well, it's, and so I was about to say, with communism, the people that say communism wasn't done right... 
it's no like it's been done a lot of times. Well, no, it's been done. You're not gonna have. And it killed six million Ukrainians. Yeah, exactly. Collectivism killed six million Ukrainians. If you think about it, Stalin killed more people than Hitler. Like his numbers are so high that they but it's they for don't different know. reasons. But it's for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, you look at Cuba. Okay. I mean, here's uh, here's kind of an interesting example because Cuba, when you go there. It's like going back in time, 50 years. It is. You know? Which, at one point, can seem incredible, but when you look at everything around, they don't have modern technology. They don't have, car, they don't have new cars. They don't have new houses. They don't have... There's this very stagnant economy. And that's what happens with communism. It's a very stagnant... So, with that, though, people that. are happy that way. If you think it's about it. It's all they know. It's all they know. And so you brainwash people. Don't give them the opportunity to rise up. Yeah, but people are, but those people, some of them anyway, are happy with where they are. They're happy with the technology they have. Well, yeah, I mean that's cool. But if you, but if you have desire, if you have ambition, yeah, you know, if you have the desire for a better life, yeah. Well, then you just then in a place it. like that, you can't do that. You can't move up. Then you move away. Yeah, that's so. I mean, all right. Here's his thing. In other places. That are not America, to a large extent. I don't know 100. percent I'm I'm very uneducated about other places in the world with this where capitalism is effective. But I will tell you, in a lot of other countries, if people want to move up in society, they can't do it. They're stuck because of this, because of the governmental system, and so they move to America as a land of opportunity, because it is one. Because because here you can you can you can do whatever the hell you want. And nobody will be able to, nobody tell you otherwise, and that's a great thing about it. That's why I love it so much, you know. It's the opportunity, the freedom. But I guess you would never miss what you don't know. But you should know. But you should know. But and some people do know, and they just don't care. Yeah, I mean, some people know and they don't care, and that's their prerogative. That's, their that's not for me to say. All right, on but, to the other, next day. We just went on a whole, yeah, we kinda, whole ass right now. But I think that was... It, that de- was, it yeah. definitely... So it definitely covered... Oh, it ties in. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so lack of cultural awareness. Yeah. Do you want me to explain? I, want, I want you to go... Because I want... All right, so my explanation one, so. of this is um, Americans may be stereotyped as ignorant of countries and cultures beyond their own. There are definitely people like that here, I can tell you. Yeah. This stereotype shows them as lacking intellectual curiosity... Thus, making them ignorant of other cultures, places, or lifestyles outside of the U.S. of A. Yep. Well, that is a very true idea. That is actually. So I do kind of have a story. Kind of a story. Go for it. Bro. I was doing um, behind the wheel for my license, and one of my instructors asked me about my last name, and he's like, "Oh, Vaslov, where's that from?" I'm like, "Oh, it's from Macedonia," and he's like, "Oh, where's that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a, you know." little country right next to Greece and he goes oh I don't know where that is and he's like and you know what as Americans we do not care and I'm like and you just you're and I, I remember just thinking I'm like you're proving the stereotype asshole like yeah no for like, real, that, that really made like, me mad I was like you are proving you the stereotype so I mean there's some people who they don't even know where Mexico is and yet, people, and yet they hate their people. people. And yet they hate their people. Exactly. There's some people who don't even Those know. Those people that are anti-immigrant. Like, who's the vice president? Who knows that? But here's the thing. You need to be an educated person. Because if you're not an educated person on freaking, you know. Basic geography. Basic, you know, just common sense. If you, if you don't have any common sense and you're, you know, being a dumbass, 
Yeah. It's going to get you in trouble. It's going to make you look like an idiot. Yep. Because oh, yeah. because you are one. If you're not if you're not exploring new you know, cultures, if you if not at least learning things, being open-minded. When you have if you're not being open-minded, if you're not learning things when you have the opportunity to learn things, then you're wasting your time, dude. You're you're putting yourself behind, man. That's how yeah. it works. But that's and that's just I don't know. And that interaction with with my instructor just really made there, me. Mad. There are too many people in that country in this country like that. That are but then, just ignorant. Equally, there are a lot of people, an increasing number of people, I might add, who are like you and I, who are you know semi well informed. You know, we have willing to, willing to willing, learn. We're willing to learn. Yeah. You know, we don't. We're open minded. Yeah. You know, and we don't we, we don't judge. We don't. Yeah, we're the, the new generation. Yeah. All that. And I, you know, I I do think that more people should be like that though. The fact that they you know can enlighten themselves um, yeah. which is basic education yeah it's basic and education. people don't I mean they care. don't teach this stuff in school they no don't. they do people just don't pay attention oh that's also a fair point yeah people, people in America don't. we don't no we're like we don't care about we're like 25th in ranked in the world about yeah I mean, in education that. yeah and some yeah. yeah I mean yeah. there's some backwards backwards things going on but slowly it's all starting to fade thankfully no. but no. Um, okay some places some a lot of places are places starting not to too far from here okay well you know there's some pe- places everywhere you go people think there's like still that. 48 stars on the flag <laughs> it's true it's so true but I, that said we are progressively moving in a in the right direction as hopefully. a country hopefully um, can't be too sure about these things, though. Yeah, I'll you never know. Ah, Trump talks anything? Um, I swear to God, idiot. Not but, again. Not trying to get political. But, you know. Yeah. Anyway, that's oh. We'll dig here's, right, so here's one that hits me right home: environmental ignorance. I get yeah. pissed off <laughs> by I'll people who are ignorant about this one. You know what? I'm gonna say. I'm going to save my environmental rant for another pod, but here's what I'm going to say right now. There are too many people in this country and too many people in this world who have zero regard for the environment, our only planet, and we are screwing things up so bad that your kids, oh, even us, might not even have half of the things we have today because of your ignorance. I mean, it's bullshit, dude. Oh, it is. I, I mean, can't. I, I seriously, I get so fired up on this because people are so ignorant; they're willing to put their own self-interest above the good of our only planet, our natural resources, the fish yeah. in the stream, in the ocean. We're overfishing. We're killing everything. The coral reefs are dead. Most of them. Ninety percent of all coral reefs are dead. If we don't do something now, they're all going to be gone in the next thirty years. I'm calling it. I would be devastated if that's the fact. Because our environment is so important. It's vital for our survival as a as a species. We get we everything we get is from the environment. It's from the ocean. It's from the, the land, you know, the trees. If we over harvest, we won't have the species in the forest anymore. No biodiversity equals bad, y'all. Yeah, I mean I'm, this fires me up, dude. I mean I am I got I got toned down now, but all I'm saying, dude. The lack of awareness. Well, and the fact that people, there's some people that do not believe in global warming. Which, 
Okay, there so... There is scientific proof. You have there to is. listen to scientists. You can't go off of something you heard off of QAnon. You can't. Yeah. It's not reliable. It's all fake there. And you need to look at the facts. All right? I, I'm, I'm just talking about the environment right now. You need to look at the facts. You need to look at what's happening. And you need to decide whether it's good or it's bad. Yeah. In which case, we can all agree what's good and what's bad for this planet. But all I'm saying is that y'all are messing this up bad. We're all part of the problem. But we're also all part of the solution. Every and we have to us. be willing to put that solution into effect we in order to, to see results. We have to be willing to work toward a goal as a collective society. This is the most important thing to me. I have had experiences in my life that have shaped this. Yeah. You know? And I could go on and on. I know you could. I, I'm going to save it for a future episode. But all I'm saying is that y'all need to watch out. Because I'm going to come save the world. I'm, I am the next Steve Irwin. The American Steve Irwin. I am the next Steve Irwin. So, crikey. <laughs> For all you Australian listeners out there. Terrible, terrible impression by Mr. Eric Adams. Something like that. I don't fucking know. Crocodiles might. Well, botching you did. Whap! Did. Did they say dick over there? Do what? Did they say dick over there? Long black. <laughs> That's other coffee. Yeah. That's hilarious. I love this. Or do they say cock? No, that's English. Nah. They, I don't know. They, I don't know what they say. Hog. We say hog. I don't know. No, we don't say Sausage. Hog. Bite me my sausage. Uh, <laughs> I get canceled based off of that. Shit. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's something that's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, as y'all could tell, I hey, I held back. All right. Yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even. You know what? I did. I didn't even go anywhere near where I could have gone. But that was. Imagine you're you're picking away at a mountain. That was a rock. That was a pebble. Yeah. Right, that was a grain of dust. <laughs> Getting a little dramatic here. Eric. Oh, dude. The next. Whenever we do our the environmental pod, dude, we have a bigger audience. Bigger, bigger bases, bigger bases. Yeah. I will. It's gonna take about four or five hours. But I'll get it all out, and I'm gonna feel. I'm gonna feel good doing yeah, it. You'll feel good doing it. Yeah. All right. Let's. Um, I mean, that's just. I'm gonna have to. Just order, order a pizza. <laughs> You're gonna have to, dude. I'm, I'm calling it. Um, but. Yeah. All right. The next thing. Um, it's hard to move on from something like that. <laughs> For me, at least, there's a there's a tension in the air. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, I'm about to I'm about to break out into like rant. Yeah. I need to I need to subdue. I need to curb my your yeah your your inner revolutionary. I really do. Oh, let's see. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we kind of already touched this, but ignorance and nationalism. Yeah. So. I mean, arrogance and nationalism. Arrogance and nationalism. That's true to a point. So... Take it away. Okay, so ignorance... Yeah, there are very ignorant people in this country. People that... You know, think the wrong way. They think... They're very close-minded. Yes. And they only think their... They think their way is the right way. And that's a really not right way to think of things. 
Um, and I do believe that the nationalist part, I do believe that. I do think that... I mean, I was preaching about America being the greatest country in the world. Greatest country in the nation? <laughs> People actually believe that. People say that. People I, saw, say that. I literally saw a sign that said that. America's on the, the greatest nation. Oh, I was like, rah. So, <laughs> I do think that with nationalism as a whole... Um, I do think having pride for your country is important. Yes. But I don't think... Fourth of July. But I do think it's also important to realize that no country is perfect. No country is perfect. Hey, but we all have our past and we all have our future. Yeah. And I think it's important to know your past before you can make a judgment on the current situation. Mm -hmm. And then make strides toward the future. Exactly. I have a very firm belief in that. That's that awesome, man. You should they people shouldn't just base their whole ideals off of ignorance of the past and what they've been told. I feel like you should have to just, you know, not basing it off of what someone's told you but figuring it out for yourself. 100%. I agree. That's for sure, man. So, yeah. Well said. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's a matter of Finding it out for yourself. For sure. The next next one is we're very like very military proud. We're very we're very army strong. (laughs) So uh, I have a lot to say about this. Um, Go ahead. So this is gonna make some people mad. I don't care. I'm gonna voice my opinions. Free speech, brother. I think the military is very overrated. I think, personally, we could do away with some of its funding and putting it back into this country. Amen. I feel like... I feel like America, when it comes to military might, is like a frat boy with a small dick. (laughs) It's compensating. (laughs) And I think that... If we cut back, I'm not saying we take away funding completely, but we cut back even a little bit and put that money back into our country, into our economy, and we could be better off. I agree with that. I think the military spending budget is is a it's humongous and it's way overdone. But I, I feel like I don't know. I like I'm no financial analyst person. I don't know nothing about nothing. Um, I should say I know a little bit about some things. Some things. But um, <laughs> I think, um, I, I seriously think they can, they can cut some things. They, they can. Yeah. And, and I should, also believe. But, it, but they're also a huge, huge employer next to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, but uh, so I will say this. I believe that instead of. salary. Yeah. yeah. But who's paying the taxes to pay that salary? We people. Actually, let me tell you a story. So my father, he grew up in a military family. So did my mother, actually. And my dad always tells us, actually, my grandfather tells us better than he does, about how they had they moved all around the country to all these different bases um, as he climbed the ladder, got yep. got more better ranks and got more um, more promotions, promoted, essentially, in the military. And See, that's exactly what I was talking about when it comes to the American dream and raising yourself up. Yeah. See, that's something that happens, you know? And 
he really he didn't get paid a lot in the military. He you people in the military they don't get paid a lot. Yeah. And there's so many of them, you know, that don't get paid a lot. All I'm saying, dude, like it's hard work being in the military. It is, but it's for your country and it's for a cause, and that's what this that's what it's all about for these people. It's not about you know the the glory or the it's not about the money at all. It's about you know fighting mm. for your country. So, I would. I'm not going to speak for all military members here, but I will say this: we should have respect for them, man. They're... Well, yeah, but I do think that them. So the exception I will make is combat veterans because they've seen action. They've defended this country. They've defended freedom. What about the people who defend our country from cyber attack? Okay, but they're not in. What about the nurses? Home. Okay, but what about the? Look, okay. All I gotta say is that ninety percent of my cousins are army and navy nurses. They go out there and take care of wounded vets, man. Yeah, but they go out there and they do valiant things, man. They deserve medals. They have to deal with people with you know with PTSD with all these sorts of crazy wounds from the battlefield, man. Like, I mean, for anything from a, from a bruise to a busted head, dude. I mean, these people. Yeah. You need. Uh, you need. So I'm saying to people that have do respect for these people. Okay. So some aspects of the military have respect, but the average member. Why do I have to kiss member. the average soldier? Why do I have to kiss their boots? For they them? defended our country. That's why. I'm, you talking, I'm be... talking about the modern day. Not, no, I'm talking about the modern day, too. But I'm not... Because actively, we haven't been in active combat. There for, are people out there right now in active combat. But not on the scale that we once saw. Not Yeah, really. we're scaling back, but there's still people out there. What do you say But to again, them? but... What do you say to them? People but, who have bounty on pe- their heads. But people on the home front... Soldiers on the home front, why should I have to bow down? What do you mean soldiers on the home front? People Who? here. Ba- so so military people are just here. Yeah, military people. Why? They're normal people, if you ask me. Yeah, but they do. They go out and they serve. They go to these foreign countries for tours of duty. They do. But, okay, okay, but hey, so hey, why? Not all, hey, hey, hey. Not so, all the military is... Going out there and doing that. A lot of the military is home-based. Home-based. But it's based. still essential. Okay, it's essential for our country's security. It's essential for our country's standing in the world. Okay, so, but why, as a country, why don't we work towards fixing foreign relations instead of babysitting and defending That's what the country? military does, bro. That's what... But why, hey, but why, they, does, it, they but send, why does it have to be... They not, send diplomats, okay? Yeah. They, that's the military. That's the army. Okay, so that's the navy. But why? We have people who are going in ships out in the ocean, patrolling around, defending our borders, brah. But why we, do we have to defend other people's borders? Why can't they resolve it themselves? Here's the thing, I agree with you on that, but it, I, you, I, you need to, you need to understand this. This has happened. A lot of times, which is why we cannot pull out of countries in the Middle East. You know why? Because if we do, that opens up a power vacuum. Who fills that vacuum? Terrorists. So if we leave countries to deal with their own problems, it's only going to create problems for the rest of us. 
That's just how the world works today. Do I like it? No. Do I defend it? No. But why don't we put more of an effort into fixing those problems to begin with instead we of have. Cord? We have. We try to install democratic systems, democracy in these countries. But here's the thing. You can't shove democracy down other cultures' throats. Because we we've already tried it and it doesn't exactly. work. Exactly. You know what? It doesn't work at all. It's It fails every time because that's not what these countries' cultures are. That's not who these people are or what they've been raised to believe. These people are culturally so different from us yeah. in an amazing way yeah. I have to say, in an amazing way they have an amazing culture over there they really really do yeah but i have to say we can't shove our system down their throats it doesn't work it never works and if they're going to reject that then why should we help them why do you know why because we need to keep peace in places that are but is it to keep peace for other people or is it to keep peace to benefit our own we do have interests in foreign countries, which I believe is a problem. Well, it's not a problem. It's just how things are. Look, do you want? Do you do you like to fill up your car with, with gas? Yeah, I do. Yeah, me too. You know who does that? American soldiers kind of secure that for us. But again, why don't we, as a country, make it to where we fix the problem in the Middle East? We oh, please explain. If you have, if you have a solution I do to, not the, have to a, the war in the Middle East, please by all I means. I do not have by a solution, sir. But. I will say this. Hey, don't bring me problems. Bring me solutions. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but don't I'm complain if you ain't got nothing to fix it with. Hey, don't come to me that's with a loose saying. screw without a screwdriver. <laughs> you can screw it in with your fingers. Um, but that's what I'm saying is... Well, screw it in with your fingers then. If it... If it's, you have to do it the hard way, then so be it. But we're not willing to do the hard way. We're willing to pour money in it. We're willing to throw our money at it. What does that money do? It feeds into our military for defending them when we could be pouring money and get to the point of where we don't have to defend them. What happens when we leave a country? If we do it right, they're not going to kill each other. How do we do it right? I don't Again, know. But I don't know. But that's the thing. There are smarter people fix. than me. I'm just pointing out <laughs> problems. Hey, I think everyone's aware of those problems, but you're not the only one who get. Hey, hey exactly. And I'm the only one speaking up about hey, it. My f and no, 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 you're not. Yeah. not. Everybody around us has the same thought process and voices those thought process. And people who are way smarter than us, too, I can assure you, are trying to solve this problem. They've been trying Bye. to solve this problem for decades. Okay, they've been trying to solve this problem for decades, and they can't. They haven't found a solution yet. I'm not one to speak about that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not smart enough to figure it I'm out. I'm not either. But here's the thing. We have people working on it. People are aware of this. But do you think we'll ever get to that point? How should I know? I'm just a dumb American. <laughs> I mean, uh, all right, we can't solve... The world's problems. We can't solve the Middle East problems. We can't solve the world's problems, but can't solve things are... Right, here's here's the deal, okay? Things are so complicated... That there, it's beyond solving at this point, in my opinion. Things are just so complicated that, that it's kind of... It's just, we have to do it because we're doing it, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, we can't but, not, because but, if we don't, then but consequences... We, but, yeah, but, we, like we, should, how it is but now. we should be pushing the status quo. Bro, we're trying to push it, okay? We're trying to push it. We're trying. We're trying. We've we're been, trying, but we're not... We've been trying for decades, okay? We've been trying for decades. Still nothing... It probably won't even be in our lifetimes. Maybe. There will never be peace Maybe. in the Middle East, bro. Yeah. 
That's why. I, was, I mean, besides, if there was, who would make all those Call of Duty games anyway? I mean, there'd be no point. There'd be no scenery, bro. Those wars are old, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I'm saying, dude, like, for real, I mean, I'm all for peace, dude. Uh, I totally want peace. In fact, I'm the biggest advocator for peace. Yeah. But things are so complicated in the Middle East, you can't solve that. Yeah. No one, it's a, it is the unsolvable puzzle. No. It is the It is the Davy Jones chest with the heart in it that we don't have a key to. Yeah. And we don't we don't have Jack Sparrow to go out and find that key for us. Yeah. So all I'm saying, dude, it's way too complicated for us to even be discussing. Yeah, that's fair. We don't know Jack about but, it. And that's the thing is, I'm not saying I don't respect the military. I'm just saying that they're normal people. They're what? They're normal people. Yeah, but they do a dangerous job. I'm an advocate for the military. I think it's... I mean, I have cousins in the... In the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the National Guard. I mean, you name it, I got it. <laughs> and I have people in my family. It goes back generations who are military people, you know? And they do yeah. a lot. You know? Like my yeah. grandfather on uh, my dad's side. He he was a nuclear scientist for the U.S. Air Force. He tested nukes in Nevada. That's sick. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is sick. But the thing is, those so those are the type of people you're trying to put down... I'm not hey, saying hey, I'm no, not. Hey, okay. you said the people at home. Now let me explain to you what the people at home do. Okay, they are the ones who are conducting the research to advance our technology. And there are people not in the military that do that already. Advance our understanding of these things. Okay, nukes were relatively, you know, new in the '50s and '60s when my grandfather was working on. Yeah, and. It was important for the U.S. military for defense purposes. Now, if it was a perfect world, we wouldn't have to worry about this at all, and I would love it if we didn't. Yeah. But the fact of the life is we're, we had to learn about it, and the only way to learn about it is to research it. So you had to hire scientists, people who knew what they were doing, in yeah. order to get the answers you needed. That's just logic. That's just how you do it, right? Yeah. There you go. But again... Why, but why should I? I'm, I'm not talking about combat veterans, people that had to go to a country to kill well, somebody. Well, then who's going to hire the scientists to figure out the problems? But I'm saying those are just normal people. They're like you and me. They're put their pants on one leg at a time. No one does. Yeah. They're normal people. Mm-hmm. They contributed to the security of our country. Yes. That's why you should respect them. If you don't respect the military, I ain't got no respect for you, son. I love you, brother. I love you, too. No homo, full bromo. Full bromo. But, I mean, that's the thing, though, is, like... I I feel like I shouldn't have to get down on my hands and knees and bow to them. No, you shouldn't. No, But you should just... thank them for, your, for their service. I mean, that's all that they... They, they all served in their own way. In their own way, but... You know, you... so that's all you have to do. You don't have to bow down and kiss their feet. Yeah, you just have to thank them for their service. Bingo, bango. Problem solved. That's it. That's a simple solution to a simple All problem. Right. Right. We had a long conversation about it. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, but it's, it's, just, it's, yeah. it's just... I don't know. Like, Yeah, I just... The way I see it is... I, 
I feel like you know I'm not gonna go on with this for too long because just said what I needed to say but I do feel like there is a sort of how do I say this like you think people have too much admiration for military people for certain aspects of the military because I feel like you shouldn't command respect for something that you had the option of doing but so, people don't command it regular people just offer their thanks that's all they do that's what normal people do is they just go oh you serve well thank you for your service you know they don't go any further that's it that's well, it yeah, but it's simple if you see a military veteran and I'm talk, well, yeah, you know, just say yeah, oh, thank you for your service. Yeah. I mean, I'm, and I'm hey, talking hey, you, about you have the freedom not to. Yeah. Okay. So veterans and combat troops. Yes, I will thank them a thousand times over because they put themselves in harm's way. I'm talking about the everyday soldier, the people that are just a part of the military. I've never seen combat, and just are just a part of the military. And granted, yes, there are jobs that contribute to society. But those jobs also exist outside of the military. But they chose to go in the military because they thought it was cool. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. It's just hey, you I mean, made the choice. I'm saying, dude, you like, made the choice. Yeah, it's a choice. It's always a choice. It's a choice yeah, to you, serve. It's you a choice made a to choice to, to serve. Combat, yeah, you, you know? made a choice. And well, okay, so it's a choice to go into combat. You can sign up to not. But y'all, y'all have to do the same training. Okay, you have to go through the you same training. So combat, same basic training with all the other people who are doing. Whether you're doing finance stuff for the military or whether you're going into battle, you yeah. all have to do the same training. You have to know the same things. You have to have common ground. That's where it comes from. All right. All right. Enough said? Yeah, enough said. All right, bro. All right. I understand what you're, so, no, so but I understand like, okay, what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying too, man. Yeah, like, I'm not, yeah but I'm, I, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a com- it's more of a common thing. Yeah. It's more of a of a thing of a collective group of people um, that have all been through the same experience that all have the same knowledge and the same training as each other. That's where that's where it comes from. That's where yeah. yeah. That's where yeah. And the last uh, the last thing on this list, which I know you're gonna agree with, is uh, the workaholic culture in this country. The rat race of. Working. Um, Gosh, I've been thinking about escaping the rat race, man. So, I can tell you from working at Carter Mountain and then working in a fast food place, um, there is that sort of everyone's... Trying to make it. Trying to make it. Everyone's trying to make it, but then they're willing to do whatever it takes, even throwing somebody else under the bus. That's a little extreme, but... But that is the truth. In some companies. So uh, let's look at some statistics now. Let's, let's make sure. So actually, on average, Americans work uh, 350 hours longer than, say, Europeans. Okay, well, what's the happiness with those people? Happiness is... Well, you know, it really, well, okay. does, so, so it really does depend. It do, yeah, okay? it depends on the it person. Does, it depends on you. It depends on your situation. It depends on what you... Decide to do about your situation. Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. Your happiness is in your control. And we preach this on this podcast because yeah. it's important. You know, you gotta take your you gotta you gotta take your 
Okay. You've got to take responsibility for yourself. You've got to take your actions into your own hands. And take your life into your own hands. Take your take your happiness into your own hands. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we do have a culture of workaholics. Yeah. It's a true fact. Um, one that I did not make up. But, um, I mean, the, here's the deal. I understand it. I understand where people feel they need to work. I mean, a lot of people, I think it was like 60-some percent of people in this country work paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You know? And it's, if they don't, if they don't work, they don't, they don't live. They don't know. And. That is true. The thing about that is, you know, that's, it's, it's a hard life, but it's a life, you know, worth living. And, but you have the opportunity again to raise up. Yeah, and it depends on who you ask. It's true. It's true. All of it, all open to interpretation. It's true, yeah. But, um, you gotta, you know, with work hard thing, dude, you gotta, you gotta leave time for yourself. You gotta leave time, you see, if and you're... With some, and with some jobs, and some people feel pressured into these jobs like they have no way out. Yeah. Those kinds of jobs don't leave leave that open. Yeah, but if well, that's 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 your mistake. That's in some cases, if in you, some if cases, if you feel pressured to go into a job that you know you're gonna hate, why in your right mind would you do that? Because people believe that they need money to be happy. That ain't right either. You could leave me. Broke in a shack, on a beach, a mud hut, in fact. Mud, mud hut, yeah. All you could leave me was a case of water and a surfboard. And you'd be as happy as can be. Exactly. But not everybody sees it that way. Every That's people true. see it as a gotta be successful. Gotta, gotta get this. Gotta reach the next level. Yeah, and that's what yeah. hurts people. It hurts them because they don't leave any room for themselves personal development in themselves and that's why people in this country are always so exhausted and emotionally dead yeah is because they don't leave room for themselves yep they don't leave room for self-improvement for <laughs> them living a, a, a real life they yeah. only they all they think they're gonna have to do is work 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 and then one day die yeah you know and that ain't no way to live no okay here I right. here's another one of my philosophies right I've had this philosophy for years and I've always told it to people, and I've lived by it. And is that you got to make most of every moment because life is short. Yeah. You know, life is short. You don't have all the time in the world. You really don't. If you're not happy, you need to make a change. That's on you. That's on you. Yeah. And if you decide. To have a miserable life, you're going to have a miserable life. If you don't decide to change the things in your life that are making you miserable, you're going to have a miserable life. Yep. So it's on you. You it comes down to you. All, you know, the end of everything, it's in your control. It's in your hands. And that's just the thing about it, you know. Take your, take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. For your life. You know, and you're gonna live a good one because you're gonna make decisions that make you happy, happy, and bring you success. Exactly. Did I do? Yeah, you did.
<laughs> and I went deep in my anti-military. Well, not anti-military, right? But you know, you said it best: anti-military. <laughs> hey, I mean, this I'm, is a free country. You have all the right in the world to think yeah. that way, yeah. and I have all the right in the world to disagree. Yeah. And we can still be best friends at the exactly. end of the day. We don't mm-hmm. need to share the same beliefs to be friends. Here's the thing: me and Aunt, like Andy and I, like we've been best friends since like freshman year high school. Yeah. And we have nothing's gonna change that. Like, yeah, nothing's gonna change. I mean, we have a lot of differences yeah, in how but, we see things. But we respect each other. Exactly. And the politics, the politicians in this country could take a book out of our page. That's true, they could. Take a page out of <laughs> This is why I'm not a politician. Trim pew trims. <laughs> a page out of our book is Take the You can still be friends with somebody and disagree with them. You can take the water out of the fish. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's true. That's like, the thing. Like, like when we, like when we go back and forth, it's just us talking. It's us sharing our opinions. Exactly. I mean, we have. I think the biggest thing we disagree on is like relationship stuff. And but like that's. I mean, yeah, that's to a degree. To a degree. To a degree, of course. Yeah. But I mean, um, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's, it's just, just because we've had different experiences, and so we compare, and you know, yeah, it's just the end of the discussion. Yeah, really, it's really just. Uh, you know, compare and contrast whenever we talk about things. And we do agree on a lot. Oh, yeah, we do, for sure. It, that outweighs the things we disagree on, but we can still talk about the things we disagree on. It's like a 90-10. Pretty much, yeah. Split, for sure. Yeah. But, so, I mean, I, I mean, even the differences we do have, yeah. it all it all comes back to, you know... Just friendship. Just us being good, good buddies. Because you know? we don't talk about the things we disagree about all the time. Yeah, because, I mean, why would you... I've actually had buddies who do that. Yeah. I've yeah, had buddies... Yeah. Who all they talk about is things that divide people. Like this one guy. I'm not going to name names, but you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> all, he does, all he does is talk politics, making money, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, politics, politics, politics. And he, according to him, he's always right. Yeah, he's, he's always right. There is no other way. And he apparently has converted a lot of people to thinking the way he does. <laughs> All right, here's the thing about him, okay? Look, he's he's kind of a schmoll, if we're being honest. You yeah. know? I mean, the reason our friendship kind of crumbled uh, was because we... Well, so he didn't speak to me f- for, like, months after the election. Because um, he was upset at the result, needless to say. But, um... I guess first of all, I should really start off by saying what I admire about this guy. Okay? He's a super hardworking guy. You know, he's driven. He can really accomplish whatever he wants. Yeah. And he's a super charitable, giving guy, and I, I can't say that enough. He he is he has he's so hospitable, you know. He's one of my fellow Eagle Scouts, and overall, he's a really good guy. He has some problems with not knowing how to talk about anything other than Donald Trump, politics, and the economy. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the but that that turns that turns me off because that's all he talks about and he's always saying oh the Dems are doing this and blah blah I'm like can you just can we can we have lunch like like can can we can I finish my like, my Pepsi before you start yeah and it was hard to it's it's it was it kind of got hard to be around him oh well, yeah because, people like that are insufferable yeah it was it was hard to be around him because I mean. It's sad, but I just it, I found it hard to be around him after a while. And after I didn't see him for a couple months, and I saw him one time, I was like, "Yeah, I get it. Like, I don't really vibe with this dude anymore." Yeah, you know, which and, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing against him. Yeah, just uh, 
just you know a realization and a passing of a time i believe yeah. but, well, and among other things you've told me about this guy yeah i wouldn't wanna... <laughs> <laughs> grab their listening bud you're a good dude i still respect you i have a lot of respect for you you're you're, you're super driven you can do whatever you want you know and you've you and your your family, you and your family especially, have been really hospitable to me, and uh, are great people. There's nothing against you. <laughs> Dead up, nothing against you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just have some different, some fundamental differences that are relatively hard to overcome, and this really goes for any relationship you have in the world, whether it be, you know, with just people in general. Is that it's hard to, if you have fundamental differences. Or somebody's being insufferable, yeah. it's hard to be around them. Yeah. No matter how much you want to be around them. Hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Or the hat on the nail. Hat <laughs> 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 on the nail with that, yeah. Uh, Ooh, what are we at time wise? Shoot. Um, no, we still got a while to go. Yeah. It's been a great conversation so been. far. It has been. It's been productive. Free flowing, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I dig this camera setup. I hope you can turn this into something usable. I, I think I will. <laughs> I need. I mean, I'm going to need a while to go mm-hmm. through it, but I think if I, when I get well, the footage uploaded. Yeah, it'll be all right. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. Stoked. Um, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, digging it. Digging it. All right. Yeah. On to our... There's another one, I think. Actually, no, that was it. That was it? All right. Let's go into our media, then. All right, folks. You're descending into our media today. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel like an airline pilot whenever I do this. <laughs> it feels dank, not going to lie. Oh, uh, yeah. It's awesome, dude. Dang it. Anyway... Pretty old, man. Our uh, media of the week is Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Nirvana. What did you think of this song, bud? What did I, it make you feel? It feel sad, man. It made me feel fear. It literally makes me feel fear. Yeah, every time you listen to this song. I'm going to let you tell about the story because, I mean, Bro. okay, so I'll, I'll give my rundown really quick. Um, Go for it. I think it's. And I've listened to the song before um, a couple times, and it it was just sad. I mean, it, it the song itself is about just a crumbling relationship and the person not trusting, you know. Yeah, if you look at the lyrics, that's kind of how it sounds. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really sad, but... That's I mean, that's my take on it. For me, it's legit, it's fear. It's, it's legit fear. Like I I feel fear whenever I hear the song. It's scared. And I will tell you why, <laughs> um, because. So um, I'm sure I'll tell this story at some point. But um, I was out in uh, New Mexico, backpacking, with uh, my boy Scott Trick at the time. And this place is known for having some strange happenings around these parts. Now, let me give y'all a rundown. First off, it is as remote as it gets. There are, so first of all, it's beautiful. It is the most beautiful 
piece of land I've ever seen in my entire life. Rude. I mean, it is in the Southern Rocky Mountains. It is untouched. It, this is literally what a pristine, you know, Landscape. Western Rocky Mountain forest looks like. This is what it is. Yeah. This is what it's all about. You know? And you got hundred, you know, thousand year old trees yeah. in this piece of land. And it's beautiful. It's remote. There's almost no touch by man. It's it's pristine. It's it's what nature should be. But anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um now in this land they allow they basically allow treks of people to go uh, of scouts to go um, and hike around the, the woods for, gosh, two weeks about. Two weeks. And it is, because all you have is 50 pounds of whatever you brought. Mm-hmm. You got food, you got water, you got sleeping stuff, you got a tent in your bag, you got whatever, you know, you're carrying with you, it's all on your back. And... hiking along these dusty trails you know and you hear stories of really really weird things happening like I remember one night we were on this particular mesa um, it's called Uraka Mesa and you can look this up but there's some there's lots of like ghosts and you know ghosts of native people oh, wow. and like monsters and, and you know shit that are there like I mean there's, there's some really, really creepy things that are there. In fact, they found some couple dead people, like just bones. Like just, just straight up bones. Just bones of people. In like caves and stuff. Oh, you don't know. I mean, and I mean maybe. No, maybe but like they, they actually dated some of these, the first bones they found back to like Spanish, um, like Spanish, like, like traders who, who had like gold and stuff they were bringing to California from Mexico. Yep. And they just died. You know, well that wasn't uncommon back then for no, it's people not for people to just disappear and not. But one of the stories um, I heard, so this is actually a couple of days after Yuraka Mesa, and we're at this place um, that they call it's right next to uh, Apache Springs, um, and it was cold that night, it, it was raining, yeah. um, typical New Mexico weather, um, and. At the campfire earlier that night, they played this song, uh, Where Did You Sleep Last Night, by Nirvana. And it was like, I was kind of captivated by it, knowing all that I had known about, you know, this ranch and everything that's on. Because, I mean, again, no civilization for, like, three days out. And so that night, we were surrounded. um, We were trying to hang these things called bear bags, which is basically you put all your smellable stuff in your in this one bag and you toss a line over a tree and you hoist it up in the tree so like bears don't come in your tent at night and root around for whatever you got yep. and so we get up there and we're doing that it's raining it's cold we hear some coyotes we hear like a massive pack of coyotes out in the out in the disc but they're coming closer they're coming closer and coming closer coming closer and we're on the edge of this cliff um and we, so there's always like s- stories of, I mean, we've talked about this before, Bigfoot, Bigfoot in this area. Me. I mean, I would not doubt it for a second. If there was. Given the location. 
throw God. some sort of Bigfoot. There's the food source is there, the terrain is there, the range is there. It's all there. Yeah. Um, and me and my buddy were, you know, there hoisting up the bear bags, and we're on the edge of this cliff, and we don't want to, we don't want to, like, you know, turn around and fall. <laughs> I swear to God, we look down, and there is this thing. Not exactly sure what it is, but I'm pretty sure what it is. But there's this big, you know, reddish brown, like a, like a red hair, like redhead Bigfoot sort of looking thing. I don't know sure what it is. It wasn't a coyote? Oh, hell no. Or maybe it was just a big, hell no. big coyote type thing. Oh no, I mean, this thing was enormous. <laughs> it was, it was like, it was so, it was so fat. It was like Tammy from My 1000 Pound Life on TLC. <laughs> I mean, this thing is enormous. <laughs> but we looked down, and it turned its head up and looked at gold eyes. Like yellow gold eyes, just right there. Huge eyes, in fact. Huh. I was freaked out, dude. My buddy looked at me. I was like, dude, did you just see that? And he was like, yeah. I'd be freaking the fuck out, too. Dude, I was freaked out, dude. I was, I'd be And the reason, out. I mean, like, Dude, that song was like pulsing through my head, dude. I was... I don't think I even slapped that night. I, like, I wouldn't either. I was like, when they were saying the pines and the pines where the sun don't ever shine. I was looking down there, dude. Like, shoot. You had your own soundtrack playing. Yeah, I was like... dude. <laughs> anyway, like... Uh, creep, creep me out, dude. Still to this day, like... Dude, I goosebumps, bro. Goosebumps, man. Oh my god. That's that's that, bro. I mean, it's 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 real, dude. It is real. It's very. Real. I don't even know this one. Oh jeez. Scary. Scary stuff. It's a beautiful place by day and a creepy place by night. It's a horror land by night. But it's beautiful. But it is. I mean, yeah. it's so beautiful. I mean, you're out there in the New Mexican wilderness. You can see every star God ever made. You can see the moonlight casting upon the mesa. And it's just beautiful, beautiful. But there are cougars, mountain lions. Um, Maybe that's what you saw as a mountain lion. He's way too woolly. Uh, way too, way too like furry and woolly. I don't, the coloration's off too. That's, you know, but Maybe it's like a ginger mountain lion. Well, I'd love to meet the ginger mountain lion, Andy. Imagine about like freckles. Didn't tan well. <laughs> it's like I don't tan, my freckles connect. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <coughs> yeah. That's um that's that, bud. No, it is that. Um, I think uh on to our quote on to our quote dude moment. This week's quote comes from our tenth grade English teacher's classroom. By Bob Marley. It's by Bob Marley. And it goes, you can't, you just can't live that negative way. You know what I mean? Make way for a positive day. That hits every time, dude, because yeah. it's so true. It, it is true. And it, you know, I think it ties in definitely what we were talking about positivity. So there's not really much to analyze that we haven't already said. True. But it's just a great but quote. It, but it is a good quote. I mean, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I like quotes that rhyme. Absolutely. It's easier off the tongue. Makes you feel more stoked, for sure. Yeah. But uh, anyway, great quote for y'all. Good. I mean, good quote. 
Very true. Keep very, that in mind. Very true. Hi. I'm getting tired. I am too. I still gotta go do homework and run. Whew. Alright. Andy, who is your dude of the week? Mm, who is my dude of the week? Pro... <laughs> I'm looking at him weird. My bad. <laughs> Make a weird noises for y'all. Okay. Alright. Alright. Who's the deer of the week, bro? <laughs> Threw me off. Um it's explicitly sexual. Uh, <laughs> uh who's my dude of the week? Andy's thinking of his dude of the week. I'd like to once again plug Sweet Tea. It's the most beautiful substance on God's green earth, as I've said again. Yeah. And when you have that glass of that beautiful southern goodness, you can feel this, the hospitality. You can feel it pulsing through your veins, man. Deep. Why? Who's your dude? That was distracting. Yeah, that was distracting. I'm gonna have to say it's probably the maker of Coca-Cola, man. The C, the creator of Coca-Cola is my hero. Bruh. Made a tasty ass drink. I have to disagree with you there, bud, but I respect that. Yeah. And I respect your views on Pepsi. Right on. Even though it is wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, bro. I don't need to talk about it. I'm not. Uh, no. Alright, who's your dude of the week? Shoot. You had plenty of time to think of I really did. You know what? My dude of the week is sweet tea. All right. All right? You yeah. know why? Because when you have a glass of sweet tea, what do you think? Southern hospitality. That's what I feel. I feel a warm summer's day, even on a cold winter's night. I feel the syrupy goodness clogging my veins, my arteries. But I don't care. Because it feels good. It feels right. Natural. Wonderful. It's just the best substance <sighs> ever made by humans. In fact, in Somerville, South Carolina, they have the home of sweet tea where it was created. Just outside of Charleston. <laughs> they have a barrel outside that can hold up to 250 pounds of sweet tea. You mean gallons? Gallons of sweet tea. <laughs> it's not very gallons, a lot, a lot of sweet tea, but here's my, here's my, okay. It is the most wonderful substance known to man. Try it. Drink it. Enjoy it. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you All know right. what? We've had a, had a, we had quite the day. We've had, um, we're tired and, been a, it's been a day, bro. It's been a day. It's been, it's been, it's been good, doing dude. this for like five hours. Holy shit. Shoot, I'm stoked. That's crazy. What? Yeah. It's been a good night, though. It's literally been, we've, we've been at this for five hours. About, yeah. Well, when, when did I pick you up? Like four. Like 410? It was like 430, I think. Oh, I don't know. We've been at this for like a good, good, uh, good while. Um, oh, it's good, dude. All right, well, what's your moment of the week, Eric? My moment of the week this week. Honestly, 
just feeling the breeze, man. Feeling the breeze on my face after a cold, long winter. Feeling the spring in the air, you know. Because I'm feeling the spring, dude. It feels good. My moment of the week is realizing that spring is on the way. Maybe I mean, that. Tis very true. Yeah. <sighs> Enjoy your last few uh, days of winter there, bud. I'll try. All right. All right. With that said, um, give us a follow on uh, Instagram. We are all lowercase at the musings of men. And shoot us an email, dude. Blow up that email. All right. Give us something to talk about. Give us something to talk about. I mean, send us what. Send us your how you're feeling, dude. Send us some questions about your life, dude. Because I'll be send stoked. us your moment of the week. See, what's your moment of the week, dude? Exactly. What is your moment of the week? Your moment of the week. Of the week. <laughs> we need to peace out, dude. We do. Because if we keep talking, we're just it's, it's, we're gonna drag this on for like three more hours. Right. Three hours. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. All right. Um. Stay stoked. Yeah. Be good. Later. Later.